this morning when we were at our community morning prayer and I sat down on my pew, I noticed that there was a stink bug that was right in front of me on the pew. And he probably had his, you know, little legs and he was in prayer and everything, praying with us during the time. And then I didn't pay attention to the bug during the prayers. And then when the prayers were over, I, I kind of creeped over and looked and, see, and saw if the bug was still there and he had disappeared. So I don't know where he went. Maybe he ascended on high, who knows? But there's a marvel with the things that God has created, the natural things, what we call the natural order. So we have a natural order, we have a supernatural order. And it's good to look sometimes at the natural order. In church, sometimes we just focus on the supernatural, and that's good. But we also need to focus on the natural, on nature itself. So when God created the heavens, the earth, the sky, the, the clouds, the grass, the waters of the sea, he also put animals on the earth creeping things, birds in the sky. He put fish in the water. And he, and he said to the animals, be fruitful and multiply. And God saw that it was good, that nature is good. Nature is not bad. Some people may think, you know, there's been heresies in the church where they said nature is bad that you, you only have to, you know, live kind of in the supernatural world, but all of nature is bad. No, nature is not bad. Because even the sacraments that we use, use nature. We use bread. We use wine. They're good things. We use candles here. This is part of the natural order. We use images, icons, stained glass windows to try to bring us to the supernatural, but we're also using nature. So each natural thing has its own characteristics. And one thing I, I love to do, I love watching nature shows. I don't know if you love watching nature shows. Love watching the nature shows on like BBC America. They have a lot of nature shows because I can't travel to a lot of these places. Like I can't travel to Antarctica, it's too cold. And you watch the emperor penguins and you see how these emperor penguins, how they survive the Antarctic cold in the middle of winter, how they huddle around, it's just amazing, and how they protect their eggs. And that's, just, and that's just one bird. And then on some of these nature shows where they go down into like the depths of where, where there's darkness in the sea, and years ago, they didn't know if there would be any fish down there because there's, there's no oxygen, there's no photosynthesis. And they were discovering all these fish, ugly fish, really ugly fish with all kinds of heads like this and eyes like this, and they noticed that they were creating their own bioluminescence. Amazing. And they were glowing in this dark and just, and they're still discovering fish in the sea. New fish, they don't even know what to call them. There's so many fish in the sea. There's a marvel to God's creation to the things that, that God created. I always ask God, God, what were you thinking when you created the giraffe? You think of that. And it just, he all of a sudden decided to elongate an animal's neck. And there you have the giraffe. Think of that. And you, you think of some of these, they're kind of funny looking, some of the animals that God created. And what were you thinking when you created the dog? 
and we use them, dogs are not wild animals, we use them for pets or cats. You know, why are some wild, why are some pets, why are some more affectionate toward us? And yet there's, there's a goodness in nature itself. And there, there, there is a, a kind of a new trend, you would call it a new trend, see in the history of the world, of conservation. Conservation is good because we noticed with the Industrial Revolution or, or, or you know, non-conservation, such as the killing of the buffalo here in the United States, tragic, absolutely tragic, because there was no conservation of animals. And so the buffalo almost went extinct. And through conservation efforts, the buffalo now coming back, like you can buy buffalo burgers, bison burgers in the store, I see them all the time. So conservation is, is good. It's good to have like regulation of hunting. You don't want too much, but you don't want too little. And so God has entrusted us to take care of the earth, take care of our soil, that there, there's a big organic push now to have things organic, natural, natural seeds, natural soil without using a lot of pesticides and foreign chemicals and everything, because we know they're doing damage to our bodies. We want clean water. Everyone should have clean water. And we see what happens when we pollute the water. That pollution is a, is a sin that Pope Francis actually is, is called a new group of sins, ecological sins, where we pollute our soil, we pollute our water, or we pollute our air, where you don't have clean air to breathe. One, one, one of the uh, joys of pilgrims coming here to Stockbridge, Massachusetts, is the air is so clean here. And they say it, too, when they come from the seas. You're like, this air is so clean, and it really is. And there's a benefit to having clean air. You know, clean water, clean air, clean soil. And we should all desire this for ourselves and the entire world because we all live on the same planet. We should also have care for the animals that God hasn't has entrusted to us. There shouldn't be abuse of animals. And sometimes there is. Sometimes there is. If a person abuses an animal, how many other people are they abusing in their life if, if they can't even take care of an animal? So some animals need us, and we need to take care of animals. And that is good. And that is good. But we also have dominion over animals, and we could use animals to help us in our work. We can use animals for food. Unless, of course, if you're a vegetarian, you're a vegan, and if you decide, no, I don't want to eat animals, you can, you can decide that. You can decide that in your conscience if you do not want to eat animals. But we need to take care of the animals of the earth because God has entrusted the animals to us, the birds of the sky. We need to take care of the birds. We need to take care of the fishes of the sea. All of these are good. Some people will think, oh, why are you focusing so much on the earth? And because we live on the earth. Because if you, if my neighbor pollutes his ground, 
that pollution's gonna come over to me. See that? So it's not like the wind just decides, well, you know, I'm just gonna keep the wind right here. No, the wind travels and brings chemicals and pollutants of the earth to other people. And so that's why we need to take care of the earth, take care of the animals, take care of the birds. God has given us, man, dominion over the things of the earth and the soil and the air and the water. And all these are good. This is something that's good in modern society. We're striving to get rid of the pollution and get rid of the things that are destroying the earth. If we do that, though, we have to keep things in perspective because our greatest resource on earth, the ones who we should take care of the most are fellow human beings. Fellow human beings. We're, we're all created in the image and likeness of God. We all bear the image and likeness of God. Therefore, we all have dignity, worth, and value. And that means each human being has dignity, worth, and value, and has human nature. The persons are different, but we all have human nature. And therefore, our greatest resource is to take care of one another, to help one another, to support one another. That if we take care of the animals and the earth and the soil and the air, how much more should we take care of other human beings? Human beings are created in the image and likeness of God, unlike the animals, unlike the plants. And God said, be fertile and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. God loves procreation. God loves procreation. That's why he told us, be fertile and multiply. That there's a goodness in being fertile and multiplying. And notice, it's interesting that when God created man, it's, it's it, that God said, let us create man in our own image and likeness. Let us create man in our own image and likeness. Notice the us. Why is God saying us? And a lot of people get, they, they get confused about this. And they say, well, who is God? I thought God was one. Yes, God is one. But how come you're saying God is three? Well, yes, God is three. Well, how could God be one and God be three at the same time? See, it's a distinction of terms that we have to say that God, God's nature is divine. So he has a divine nature. But he has three divine persons who have divine nature. You see that? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are the three divine persons. Each of them are God because they have divine nature, but they're distinct as persons. Much as every human being has human nature, but every human being is distinct as persons, yet we all share human nature. The angels have angelic nature, a supernatural nature. 
but each angel is different in its personhood and its personality. Every bird shares the nature of a bird, but each bird is different. And we even have species of birds. You know, uh, dogs, I'll just use dogs because they're very popular. Each dog has canine nature, has the nature of a dog. But each dog is different in itself, even in, a, even in its own species. You know, dogs are, are different, and we know, we know that, because many of us that have dogs say, yeah, this dog is different from this dog, even though they have the nature of a dog. See that? And so there, there's something wonderful in that, in that God and his divine nature has imprinted his even divine nature upon us. That's why we say we have human nature, we have human characteristics, but we're created in the image and likeness of God and that we have a soul. So we both have a natural nature, but we also have a spiritual nature, which is called the soul. And this is what gives us dignity and worth and value. It's very important for people to see their dignity, their worth, and their, and their value as human beings. There's many people that don't see their dignity, don't see their worth, don't see their value. Even they, they, they try to commit suicide because they, they don't feel like they have any worth or contribution in this life. The stress, it gets to them. And to realize that you're created in the image and likeness of God, so you're like every human being, but you're created unique with your own personality, your own personhood. And that's good. Wouldn't it be a boring world if we were all the same? If we looked all the same way, if we talked all the same way, if we all had the same... It would be a boring world, wouldn't it? If we all had the same hair color and we were all, you know, the same height. And I like it that we're all a little bit different. Some people are tall, some people are small. You know, some people are big, some people are skinny. You know, and we have all different kinds of facial characteristics, all different colors of hair and skin. And isn't that wonderful? That there's such a variety of human beings that makes the human race unique. And one thing about this creation, it's, it's kind of like when God was working and he was creating all this, he was having fun. You ever see work as fun? Many of you are like, work of fun? What are you talking about, Father? I'm getting up in the morning. I got to drive. I got to go there. I got to deal with coworkers and bosses. Or if I'm the boss, I got to deal with my employees. And, but work can be fun. That if there's a creative element in work, it can be fun. It can be joyful. If God was having fun as he was working, as he was creating all this. That's why we say, God, what were you thinking when you created this animal? Or that animal? Or, you know, what were you thinking when you created this mountain, Mount Everest? What were you thinking? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the mind of God. I'm not God. But isn't it wonderful? It's a mystery to behold. And so there, there's a creative dimension in work. There's a joy that we can have in work. 
and there's a redemptive value that we can have in work when we unite our work with the passion of Christ. So there's both a joy and there's a labor and there's a redemptive value in work that when we unite our work with Jesus and we unite the labor and the sweat, and it has redemptive value for our souls. So this is pre-Lent, pre-Lent, because I don't want to go into Lent. Lent is not my favorite season, but a pre-Lenten homily. That if you want to do penance, offer your work as a penance to God. You have penance right there. And the work that you do every day and to feed your family, that, you know, to, get, to make ends meet, you, all that labor of that work, offer it to God. Don't waste it. That could be a good penance. But remember what God did, that he created for six days. He worked for six days. And then on the seventh day, God rested. And he blessed the seventh day and made it holy. He rested from all the work he had done in creation. And he was contemplating his work. And we need to go back to that, to that contemplation of contemplating the work that you had just done. Instead of just going from one task to another, to another, to another, to another. Do you ever look at what you're doing? Do you ever sit back and look at it? And enjoy the work, the fruits of your labor, what we call the fruits of our labor. That's good to, to rest your body. Not that God, God did not need rest. God does not need rest. But God rested to give us an example. That life is not all about work. That in the end, we're going to rest in peace. Life is not all about work. We need to work. Work is good, so we don't want to be lazy. Now, that's the opposite. Work is good, but we also need to rest, take time out with our family, our friends, church, worship God, and enjoy the fruits of our labor. And you can do that in many, many different ways. So learn from God, learn from creation. So enjoy the natural. Enjoy the natural things that God has given us, even the fruits of the earth, the many fruits of the earth, the foods. Enjoy those. Work also, because work has a creative dimension and also a redemptive dimension. And also rest when your body is telling you that you need to rest. That is good also. All these things are good that God has shown us, is showing us. And remember that all the things that we need to take care of of the earth are good, but most of all, we need to take care of each other and take care of your body because you only have one body in this life. It's only one body that God gives you. He doesn't give you another body. He only gives you this body this soul to take care of. So take care of your body, take care of your soul, be good to others, and be good to yourself. Because we're all created in the image and likeness of God. We have dignity, we have worth, we have value as human beings created in the image and likeness of God.
Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.